Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 14th. And I am your host, Troy Chang. Happy to be with you this week. Well, just as the country is dealing with congestion of our supply chain, well, some teams were stuck waiting on wins that just would not come. But it looks like a big W finally came through for the ever frustrated Rumshakers. And with that win, a celebration erupted as the Rumshakers avoided going winless. A win almost as important as any in their history. So the mark of infamy will stay securely with 58. And so uh, we bring in our commissioner, uh, Ron Lim. Well, Ron, uh, how's this week been? Uh, just another uh, relaxing, normal week for you? Uh, it's been an okay week. Been busy with some things, but uh, glad to be back and hope everyone's having a good week out there. All right. So, you know, well, Ron, this week is going to have to uh, wear three hats uh, for this episode because, well, Ron not only is the commissioner, but he is also the highest point scorer of the week. So he, he also becomes the guest of the week. And on top of that, well, you were also the you also were a part of the biggest blowout of the week also. So, uh, congratulations, a pretty good fantasy week for you. I appreciate it. It's a, it's a big deal for me to pull off the hat trick. And it was, uh, you know, again, how the tables have turned. Uh, you know, 58 went from the penthouse to the outhouse, it looks like. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, he was the low point score of the week. Unfortunately, but you know what? A hundred is better than fifty-eight. So, <laughs> most definitely is. Most definitely is. Well, you know, some injuries this week that uh, might affected uh, some of the outcomes. Well, you know, a, a big injury was Cream Hunt uh, took an injury to his calf. He's going to be out several weeks, and Nick Chubb uh, couldn't go in this game. Uh, I know you were uh, wondering why Wanzi had uh, Nick Chubb out of the lineup, but evidently he knew something that you didn't. Yeah, he had, uh, I don't know, it's like he saw into the future or something. He pulled him out of the lineup even before he got injured, which is amazing. Amazing foresight. <laughs> He's definitely got some uh, feelers out on his players. He definitely has the down low info, so... Whatever, uh, whatever research he's doing is giving him some, uh, uh, giving him a good heads up on his players uh, way ahead of time. Yeah, but you know what? He just keeps rolling and keeps on winning, though. Yeah, and then uh, let's see here, some other injuries of note. Uh, let's see, the Julio Jones uh, pulled up with a hammy in his game. Uh, Julio. He's got that big name still, but he's on a new team. And, well, what do you feel about his prospects going forward? 
Uh, that's the problem with Julio. It's he's a big name, but I swear every year it's always the hammy, and it just happens every year. It's like clockwork. So I'm really not surprised, and you know, there's really nothing to see here. It's just move along. This is standard Julio every season. He goes through these ham injuries and just lingers the whole season. So. Yeah, unfortunately, um, whoever has him, hopefully they have a good replacement for him because I think in order for him him to heal properly, I think he's going to have to be out several weeks this time. Yeah. Well, Dawson Knox, uh, broken hand, a touchdown with that hand. So he, uh, he's going to a bye week. So even though he's had surgery on that hand, he may be able to uh, heal up quickly. Might be able to return after the bye week. Well, how many weeks is he supposed to be out for? Yeah, I mean, it could be quick. I mean, like I said, with his bye week coming out, he may not have to miss any time. But uh, certainly something that the owners of Dawson Knox will have to keep an eye on and see, uh, you know, track his recovery and see if he's going to be able to come back in time yeah that's a big injury he's been beasting lately yeah and that was again uh another monday night game another primetime game that again on paper titans versus the uh bills didn't look like it'd be that exciting but uh ended up another great primetime game yeah it was a good game um uh, I wish I saw the tail end, uh, but uh, I don't know. These days, I'm just passing out so early. I can't <laughs> hang anymore. So, yeah. So, that was the game where Julio Jones uh, ended up pulling up lame. But, you know, that's the thing. Like you said, uh, these hammies, especially at, when you get older, uh, like, a, you know, Julio is getting a little long in the tooth there as far as football players go. It's just hard to b- bounce back from injuries, which, uh, you know, I, I could I could attest to myself. Uh, I feel like uh, maybe you have a little experience with when you, when you start pulling your back or you, you, like, pull a groin or you just get, like, a cramp in your calf. We just can't bounce back like we used to. Yeah, it just, it just every year, every year, it just takes longer to heal. Yeah. Do you feel that too? Like if you, even if you have like a late night, uh, maybe a, uh, a night of drinking or eating or anything like that. And then, uh, it's just, it's just hard to recover the next day. Yeah. Sometimes when I eat too much, like I, I, I honestly, sometimes I feel like I, I pulled something in my rib cage. It's, it's weird. Might've like, maybe while you're eating at night, you might've like, uh, like loosened the rib. To let more space in there, I yeah. popped it out a joint to yep. give yep. more space. Yeah, it's kind of like that, you know, lingering dislocated shoulder, and sometimes you just got to pop it back in. It's just a nagging injury I'm just gonna have to go through for the rest of my life when I, you know, just eat too much. Yeah. Well, I know how that feels. That's for sure. Out of <laughs> every, out of all the team motors out here. Who do you feel oh, recovered? Yeah, you, you forgot a very big injury. CMC. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, CMC on, wow. on to the IR. But, uh, you know, as a number one pick, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, 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 it's almost when you get a number one pick and 
if it's someone that you know Rovid deems as he's awesome, he he gets the Rovid too, and he goes down another year. This guy for the last two years has been um, just something that you can't can't rely. It's like you can't you've got this this great weapon in your arsenal, but you got no bullets to use with him. Yeah, it, but. I was just, I was surprised he went on IR. I was like, wow, because he was slated to come back. And then all of a sudden, news came out that he went in the IR. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, That's, well, again, it's yeah. one of those injuries. Like you said, when when that injury first happened, uh, we knew, we mentioned that that would be one of those type of injuries that you could tweak again at any time. And uh sounded like he kind of tried to rush back try to go full speed and practice a little bit too early. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Now he lands on the IR, so they're going to have to try to really rest them up. Uh, the question is, is will CMC owners be able to hold out uh, until he gets back? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. That's, that's a tough one. If uh, whoever the CMC owner is um, doesn't have Hubbard, yeah, it's going to be a tough loss. Because there's no running backs out there. It's a barren wasteland, as you know. Yeah. I believe it's, uh, yeah, that's uh, number one man, Wolfpack. He's the one with, uh, well, he's dealing with a couple injuries, looks like. He has Christian McCaffrey on IR. He's got Russell Wilson on IR, Logan Thomas on IR, and, of course, and Dawson Knox uh, also uh, on by. So he's got, like, He's having to scramble in that tight end position because uh, the other big issue this week, of course, is the amount of buys. But, uh, yeah, normal man Wolfpack definitely dealing with uh, the Delta variant of Rovid there, looks like. Um, but he's going to hold on. He's going to hold on to Russell Wilson and Christian McCaffrey, which, of course, he's going to have to have to hold on to him. But, um, unfortunately, uh we, we, uh, or I should say, you adjusted the bench spots a little bit this year. You said you said it, it wouldn't be a, a much effect. You took one bench spot away, or didn't add any IR spots uh, for us. Uh, so, uh, well, there our benches uh, are going to be a little bit tight. There is going to have to hold on to players that may not be able to do anything for a while. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Suck it up, everyone out there. Suck it up and just manage your teams. No biggie. We're all in the same boat. All right. So, uh, you know, again, a side note. Out of out of everyone uh, that you could recall, out of the team owners out here, who do you think is able to bounce back uh, the most? Who seems to be able to recover the quickest after a uh, a late night uh, round of eating and drinking. Who's who seems to recover the quickest? Yeah, who can bounce back the quickest the next morning? Probably you. No, definitely not me. Well, I it's not definitely. Me. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I, from my experience of everyone, I I would almost say either you or Stanky, because. You guys are able to, you guys are able to go out late at night, and next morning, no matter how late it is, you two sometimes are up 
early morning for a tea time. It's crazy. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, I would have to say it's Stinky. He's if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't not make it out to any of those tea times. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, I I give it to Stinky for sure. That guy's a machine. Yeah, he does recover pretty quickly. That I I gotta say. So Stinky, uh, having amazing recuperative powers, evidently. Yeah, yeah, I give it yeah. to Stinky. <laughs> All right, so let's look back at the week that was. Week six is in the books. Uh, the first matchup, TLA goes down to the A-team. Uh, TLA scored a respectable 124-46, but still no match for A-team's 143-92. And with that win, A-team is still uh, in second place in the standings, but record-wise, he is tied for the top. He is now five and one. He moves to five and one now. Um, I believe for T, uh, I'm sorry for the A team, that is a league high five game winning streak. He is on a roll, uh, winning five games in a row. Uh, he looks like he can't be stopped at this point. He's on. He's a freight train right now. Yeah. The A team is on fire. After his week one loss, five in a row, that, that is impressive. He has to definitely move up in the power rankings. That's for sure. I mean, uh, it, again, he's benefiting from the CMC energy uh, uh, injury Sorry, uh, with Chuba Hubbard filling in at his running back position. And, uh, you know, he is he's really putting it to the other teams. And, you know, TLA is looking good and he's looking to keep going uh, and he's looking to this next week to see if he can keep that win streak going. Um, so again, uh, an impressive 143.92 and the longest win streak and he's right behind Victorious there. Yeah, he's right on his coattails. Yep. Uh, and speaking of Victorious, that takes us to the second game of the week. And this is why uh, A-Team is tied in the standings with Victorious because he fell to Stanky Boys, uh, a big upset. Uh, Stanky Boys, 153-64, Victorious, 141-28. Again, a very strong score, but Stanky Boys there with a 153-64 point and hands Victorious their first loss. Yeah, very impressive win for Stinky. I think uh, I think Luke did a great job of managing the team this week. You know, brilliant move playing Matt Stafford instead of Aaron Rodgers. You know, that made a difference. And Luke, oh, I mean Stan. You know, yeah. he made uh, <laughs> he made some very very astute moves this week, and he played a great lineup this week. So, and that's what it takes to knock off the number one team. You know, sometimes you got to take some chances. Yeah, sure enough. Um, he put Jalen Waddle in, and Jalen Waddle gave him an astounding 29 points. Uh, and that uh, really took them over the top over Victorious. Yeah. I, Luke, I mean, Stan did a really great job. You know, <laughs> great. <laughs> now, I will say, Victorious, uh, even in defeat, looks very strong because I would say. If you lose with a score of 
you have to feel good because if your team is just averaging great scores like that, which they have, uh, you know that most teams aren't going to be able to hang with that type of score. And you know that you're a consistent team. Uh, again, it took like a Jalen Waddle scoring 29 to defeat you. So uh, even in defeat, I think Victorious has to feel pretty good about the strength of his team and his prospects of staying on top. Yeah, I don't think Victorious has anything to be ashamed of. Hold his head up. He, you know, hold. He needs to hold his head up high because, yeah, averaging like 140 or whatever he does every week, he's just maintained an incredible level of consistency this season. And yeah, I, you know, can't be can't feel bad about losing that way. Sometimes, you know, it takes a great week from a, a manager to take you at take you down. Yeah. So uh, kudos to, uh, well, Luki or uh, Stanky, you know, uh, so uh, uh, big win, big win. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to bring the manager of Stanky Boys on because really, I'm really starting to get confused and I don't know who's managing this team. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would, I, would, I would love to know who's really managing this team, Luke or, or Stan or... Yeah, well, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, they'll be able to, um, you know, yeah, they were this week. If it were for you, they would have been the uh, highest score of the week. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, uh, fell a little bit short in that department. Well, matchup number three was the matchup of the week, the closest matchup between the two. And it was a defensive battle. Zuki Zilla's taking down number one man Wolfpack. So it looks like it's Zukizilla's uh, responsibility to. Oh no, actually, I guess number one man Wolfpack lost, so he's the one who's gonna have to di- uh, divvy up the the uh, cacao talk accounts for both him and Zukizilla's. Oh man, he can't be feeling good about that because he's gonna time to open up those pocketbooks yep. to uh, get that cacao account. I, I'm pretty sure I could have sworn one of the other managers told me they had some promo code for Cacao Talk. So, you know, hopefully Wolfpack can get some kind of discount on their subscription. I'm pretty sure there's a promo code, but, you know, I'll do some digging. If I find out who it is, I'll let them know. All right. That sounds good. Always helpful there. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you know, looking at the. Uh, Lineups that they had against Zuki Zillas, even with Kareem Hunt getting hurt, uh, he was able to at least give him 10.8 points before he went out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, getting Indianapolis defense 17 points was good, even though uh, number one man Wolfpack got 15 from his defense. Uh, well, the problem was Gaskin with only 3.4, and of course, Dawson Knox getting hurt in that game and having to come out early. And then Dak Prescott just went off for Zuki Zillas with 32.8. Um, so once again, um, Zuki Zillas got the job done. Uh, and him leaving Adam Thielen on his bench with 29.8 didn't end up biting him. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Zuki Zillas, he knows something that we don't because it would be very hard for me to uh, bench Adam Thielen. Yeah, uh, 
somehow he likes. He just knows. He just knows. He he knew that Zach Moss uh, giving that five point nine points was just enough to take him over the top. Uh, didn't need to put in Thielen. Uh, just took the the secure five point nine points from Zach Moss. Yeah, and I do feel bad for Wolfpack, you know, putting Gaskin in there because the previous week Gaskin had scored like he had a monster game, like over thirty points, and unfortunately he didn't use him last week. So um, yeah, he was just a week late on using Gaskin, and that old Miles Gaskin just reared its ugly head. He's yeah. just feast or famine, you know. Wolfpack is gonna have a conundrum every week of whether to put him in or not, like. Do I put him in? Do I put him out? Do I risk getting six points or five points? Well, what if I miss out on the 29 or 30 points? Yeah, it's gonna be a source of stress for a wolf pack. Yeah, it's it's really game scripting. If if Miami's behind, then it there's a good chance that it'll be a Gaskin day. But you know, that's that's just a crapshoot. Yeah. And uh we looking at our next matchup, variant exploding one for 152.18. And he takes down Kuhn in the game, uh, 121-62. Uh, with that w- win, Variant is right in the mix of the playoffs. Uh, we've got a bunch of teams now um, stuck at 3-3. Three and three. Um, So Variant now is right there with them. And, and again, smack dab into the playoff race. He must be feeling good. Yeah, Variant's on a little... Peter right now he's won three in a row and he's his squad is starting to catch steam. Yeah, uh, with Zuki Zillas they are uh, they both have the second longest winning streak um, beside behind the A team. So again, his team is coming on. Patrick Mahomes was back to his normal self. Uh, Fournette gave him. 30.7 points this week. Uh, yeah. Really wow. an amazing score. Uh, I I would just, going into the season, you just never would have thought Fournette could give you that kind of production. Yeah, and and Noah Fant exploded for Varian as well. 24.7 points. Impressive. Yep. Uh, Kuhn the gang had to have been hurt by the Chargers' uh, inability to put up any offense against Baltimore. As he has two charges, you got Mike Williams and Austin Eckler, and without any offense from San, uh, I'm sorry, the Chargers, that really hurt him. Where Mike Williams only got four point seven, and Austin Eckler nine point five. Uh, yeah, how would you feel uh, about having to have two main players um, being dependent on the Chargers' offense? You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel so bad if I was cooling the gang. You know, it's just. It's just a off week. It happens to every good fantasy player. And, you know, these guys are going to bounce back. They're stars. Austin Eckler is a superstar. Mike Williams is the real deal this year. And they're going to bounce back. I don't think he has anything to worry about. All right. So you hit it, heard it here, Kuna Gang. Uh, nothing to see here. No worries. Uh, just move on to the next week. So even though you take a loss, uh, brighter days are ahead. And... You don't have to worry about that loss. So it'll be okay. And yeah, he's going to be fine. Our next matchup, of course, there you go. 
two-man answer, one-man lead, 166 to Pink's 100.7. A utter beatdown. Uh, how did you do it? My big guns were just on fire this past week. Cooper Cup, 34 points. Jonathan Taylor, 28.8. He's really looking like the real deal. He had a slow start to the season, but now he's really been rolling. So, yeah, I feel really good about the win. Um, I'm sad that it came at the hands of Pigs, but, you know, I'm still happy for him that he passed that 100-point threshold, which is a big milestone for him. So that's great. So uh, did you want to um, lay out your strategy of how you kind of laid a uh, landmine for pigs? Um, it was very, very high level uh, fantasy football uh, strategy. Um, but if you can kind of go into how you laid a trap for the pigs. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would call it a trap, but uh, you know. Um, oh yeah, it's an Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Uh, again, I'm not sure it was really a trap, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I decided to uh, pick up Khalil Herbert uh, after uh, what happened with uh, the Chicago running backs and. Uh, his uh, David Montgomery's backup, uh, Williams. I don't know if it's Daryl or Darren Williams. Not sure. He's no longer on. Uh, doesn't look like he's no longer on Pig's team, but he had him at the time of our matchup, and so I picked up Herbert, who I knew was going to get all the touches in Chicago because all their running backs were down. And but I dropped Booker for him, knowing that Booker was going to play the Rams and probably not really have a great game. Uh, I mean, 10.9 points isn't so bad for Booker, but Danny had to pick up, Pigs had to pick up someone. So, I mean, I knew he was going to pick up Booker. Who else is going to pick up? So, and then use him. But he took the bait, hook, line, and sinker. In the end, it it didn't really matter. So, yeah. Because it was such a beatdown. Yeah, but, you know, Pigs Pigs has been pretty consistent this year he just had a bad week this week and he kind of told me like i don't know i always have a hard time against you so i said we'll see this week and i don't know he maybe he kind of jinxed himself yeah well he still uh again is in the right in the middle he's there three and three with everyone else so uh still way ahead of the position that I'm at, um, but we took it uh, a look at the final matchup again. It is my first win. Shakers taking down Squishy, one eighteen to seventy eight to one hundred eight fifty eight, and yeah, I got it. Uh, the good friend that he was. Uh, he let me have this one. He, thank the Lord, Squishy let me have this one. And it was a huge, huge, momentous victory. Keeping my I'm having to have a donut for the whole season. I thought this was the one week I had to have one. This was the week, my best <laughs> chance of getting a win. And Squishy let me have it. He let me have it. He he uh he was gracious enough uh and I was able to pull it out. 
Well, I wouldn't say that he let you have it. I mean, he played pretty much the lineup I would have played if, if I had his team. So, you know, I if I were him, I wouldn't really feel bad, of it, bad about it. I mean, it, the only thing is, you know, the only thing oh, there's nothing to feel play. bad. There's nothing to feel bad. He should, yeah. he should feel great for helping helping me out, making sure that I got at least one victory in this season. Oh my god, I was so scared of that. Uh, I'm Lord. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that wasn't his intention. I'm pretty sure he's trying to beat you. I don't think it was a charity case here. Oh you know? my gosh! And this the is only thing he could have done. The only, thing, the only Even thing he could have done to beat the Rum Shakers this week was to play Joe Burrow instead of Lamar Jackson, and none of us would have done that. So, Yeah, it's crazy. Even as bad as his team was, he's got so many people on buyer injured. He had to put a, a Madison and a Jarek McKinnon in as the starting running backs, and I still barely beat him. And I was the, – the, the outcome was still in doubt all the way up to that Monday night game. And if Julio Jones hadn't gotten injured during that game, I, I probably would have lost this game. Stephon Diggs was going off. Tyler Lockett did nothing for me. Matt Sanders was just doing okay. And it took me to the Monday night game to sweat it out. This, this whole weekend was so stressful. But, but somehow, some way, we got out of the donut. And just thank the Lord, whatever happens this season, at least I got that one win. The only way I could get a win is by playing a team that was racked with injuries and buys. But I'll take it. I hey, will take it. Getting off the schneid is getting off the schneid. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh, my goodness. All right. So after that eventful week six, let's take a look at week seven. So before we uh, look ahead at the uh, next week's matchup, uh, we just want to thank our newest sponsor, uh, Two Hands, Two Hands Korean Hot Dogs. Uh, Bring the Korean phenomenon of Korean hot dogs to you. Uh, Korean hot dogs so good that you need two hands because you got to (laughs) hold one in each hand. Uh, So it's exciting. Uh, Their newest and greatest location uh, will be having their soft opening this weekend here in Las Vegas. So if uh, any of our listeners are here, you come on in for the soft opening. And with the promo code, uh, if you come into the shop and just let them uh, give the code Thunderdome, you will buy one, get one free. Uh, so come on down to Two Hands. Um, so an exciting time. We we're happy to have this new sponsor uh, for the podcast. Yeah, this seems like a promo that hasn't been approved, but uh, we might have to run it by the management and see if they'll let it go. <laughs> All right. So looking ahead, uh, our first matchup that we're going to look at is the A team again, looking to extend their win streak to six games. They're going to go up against the third team. Zuki Zilla is right behind them. So this is a big matchup uh, so far. Zuki Zilla's looks to be uh, predicted to be a, a little bit ahead here. 129.92 to 121.47. Um, 
what do you think? Do you think 18 will be able to keep that win streak going? Yeah, you know, I don't know. There's there's just so many buys this week. Um, both guys have a lot of big guns, you know, on the bench. So uh, they're putting the best lineup they can together on a bye week. Uh, to me, this is pretty evenly matched. This is going to go down to the wire. I do feel like it's going to go down to the wire. It, and as you mentioned, this week is going to be a killer bye week for a lot of teams. A lot of big-name players are out. A lot of people are going to be having to fill in their benches to manufacture a win. Uh, like you said, both these teams losing a lot of their starting lineups, um, and they will have to move ahead. But, you know, again, they've got pretty good options here uh, to be able to be in the 120s for your predicted score on the week with so many buys. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, both of them still have, you know, for such a heavy bye week, they have a, they still have a pretty good lineups on both sides. Yep. Uh, the second matchup of the week, uh, Victorious will have to uh, keep going that uh, after that first loss. He's going to look to get get right again here. Uh, and to get right, he's going to he's going to see if he, um, is going to be dealing with. Well, not so many buys. He's going to be full strength except for. One key cog, Najee Harris. Najee Harris has been the workhorse for TLA. Um, so he's going to have to figure out something there. But like I said, Victorious looks like um, he might be able to get right with this matchup. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Victorious just playing playing with TLA, just uh, leaving his defense there on the bench. Um he might just decide not to even play his defense. He's so confident this week. Or he might just decide to put him in right before the Monday night game starts and just, you know, eke out a few more points. Yeah. Pretty confident. Uh, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting because he'll know by Monday whether he'll need that defense or not. And so yeah, uh, it'd be kind of rubbing it in a little bit if he can not actually have to uh, – play a defense in order to beat him yeah we'll see if that happens <laughs> so looking at the third man uh third matchup uh a pair of three and three teams going against each other a lot of the three and three teams will be uh well i guess two of them at least so it so number one man Wolfpack going up against variant again both teams uh even amidst this you know again big bye week Really looking to score big numbers here. Uh, same thing. Variant, uh, I don't know if he's going to be going with that same no defensive strategy. But even without his defense so far, he's slated to be comfortably coming out with a win here. Uh, number one man, Wolfpack, looks like he is dealing with a bit uh, amount of more buys than Variant is. Variant is, well... Almost, besides that defense, almost at full strength. Yeah, um, I mean, if if you put a if you put a defense in, he probably would be projected at like 145 points. So uh, he's and based on his bench, um, I'm pretty sure he's thinking he he doesn't want to drop any of these guys and 
Pittsburgh is a pretty good defense, so I'm sure he wants to hold on to them. So I, I can see, I can understand what he's doing here, but I think if it if it gets close, um, he'll probably insert defense. You really think he can't drop someone like McColl or Hartman or Josh Gordon or even T.Y. Helton to pick up a defense? Well, I I don't think he wants to because he's he picked up. Well, he picked up Gordon because he just wants to hold him as kind of a wait and see. So, and Nicole Hardman didn't uh, Tyreek Hill just get hurt or something? Am I wrong? Uh, I mean, he is a little banged up and not practicing yet. But uh, you know, whether he's actually not going to play or not, you know, that still remains to be seen. Right, but if he doesn't play or something, then you know, uh, Hardman becomes really valuable. All right. Well, I don't know if it's as valuable as a as a win, but uh, you know, as long as it doesn't uh, come to uh, like I said, uh, come to hurt him that he didn't put that defense in, uh, you know, well, you know, he'll be fine with not having to uh, fill out that defense. I guess so. As a risk, I guess he's willing to take. He's rather hold on to, uh, like I said, the likes of Josh Gordon and Nicole Hardman. Um, so again. Uh, should be a pretty good matchup between the two. Like I said, a lot of points uh, looking to be scored there. Um, our next matchup, uh, again, it's a pair of three three teams against each other. Coup in the game versus Pigs. Uh, Coup in the game is going to be dealing with... He is one of the teams that's going to have to deal with buys. Um, you know, maybe taunting 58 a little bit by trying to show... Uh, a score of 49.38, trying to, like, <laughs> tease 58 that he might beat his uh, 58 score. But uh, I believe it's a, just a bit of posturing as he hasn't really filled out his lineup with available options there. Yeah, I have, I have no doubt that Kuhn the Gang will fill out a full lineup by game time. So right, I, I I can't I can't really evaluate this matchup because I, I have no idea what he's going to do. So, uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, Ridley, Winston, Shepard will all be in the starting lineup by the time this game starts. Uh, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine there. So, you know, once that that goes uh, again, this is the fifth team and sixth team right now in the standings. So there'll be a little flip-flopping there for the winner of this matchup. So an important win. Uh, Both teams will definitely want to come up with this win. So we shall see what will happen in that one there. Uh, Matchup uh, number five. Well, you get the auto-draft this week. Two men enter, one man leave. Uh, Three and three going up against the one and five Squishy. Uh, So Squishy was, again, the team that was nice enough to give me my first <laughs> win. And he may still be in a charitable mood for you. Uh, are I you, hope so. Are you, uh, are you also going to uh, prescribe to that no defense uh, strategy this week? No, I'm going to probably eventually pick up a defense. I just haven't decided to yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably eventually pick up a defense because, uh, you know, I don't want to take the chance of not of not winning, so I will eventually pick up someone. So, um, you know, I guess we've never really put a president one way or the other. Well, I guess if anything, the president is that 
would you feel like a team, our teams have to fill out a lineup or would you allow a team to uh, leave slots empty? No, I think I think you let every manager manage their team as they wish, you know. It's their call. All right. So, well, there are leagues that mandate that, you know, you have to at least try to put a full full roster in. No, I well, I don't really agree with that because if you really think you're going to win, mm-hmm. then, you know, you can manage your team the way you do. Like what if what if for instance uh uh what if for instance variant, you know, Pittsburgh defense is on a bye, but you know he wins. I mean, you can't say he's not trying to be competitive. He won. Mm-hmm. All right. So commissioner has spoken. It looks like uh, again we've probably continued along that the way that we've been doing there. Uh, all right, and then the final matchup will be Rump Shakers versus Stinky Boys. Uh, it's gonna be a close one. Uh, it's another weekend. Where I'm gonna be biting my nails, um, but uh, you know, uh, at this point, I guess it's I could I just gotta be thankful that I I got out of the winless column, so you know, can't be too greedy, I guess. Uh, but uh, you know, we're gonna try to put up a fight against Stinky Boys, um, but the it's gonna be kind of tough there again. Me and myself also uh, gonna have to have to deal with uh, some buys, but um, buys and injuries here. But uh, yeah, um, Stinky Boys probably gonna make a couple mo- moves to their lineup, and yeah, his his only move really is you know having to decide which quarterback to go with. You know, Stafford going up against his old team in Detroit versus Detroit, or. Aaron Rodgers, who's again been on a tear, uh, going up against that that Washington defense that was not um, not living up to its preseason billing there. So, um, but I, uh, I just I just hope I just hope uh, I hope maybe uh, Stan gets to make that call more than Lukey. Well, uh, unfortunately for you. Um... Uh, I, I have a very strong feeling uh, Luke is the one that's really running this team, so I expect a very different lineup by the time uh, game time rolls around. But uh, you're you're doing trying to do something tricky here, not even playing a flex position. So I don't know about that. I hope you fill out that spot. Well, I'm definitely gonna fill out that spot. It's just that all my options are so bad, I can't really figure out which option to put in there. Uh, again, I'm dealing with buys and injuries. So a lot of zeros on my bench. So uh, it's really a lot of bad options. And I just got to figure out which is the best of the bad options. So, but like I said, I'm still feeling good. I still got my first victory. 58 is still the worst badge of you know badge of infamy that he has to wear so thank the lord thank the lord 58 is still on top (laughs) Uh, I have a feeling 58 will bounce back big this week he'll have a good week yeah well like you know um, there was a uh, 
question that was sent in for you, Ron. Uh, this was. This oh, really? Was, yes. Earlier, it was something sent earlier in, and um, um, and because of technical difficulties, we couldn't get it on. But uh, the question for you, Ron, coming from uh, from the notorious VIC, is he was wondering, uh, will the show or will the commissioner be sending out some of those uh, famous Korean hot dogs, two-hand hot dogs? He was wondering if they would be able to be sent out to the listeners. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do that. <laughs> how are we supposed to do that? Well, I, I, must, I must ask the victorious one, how are we supposed to do that? So I think uh, at the uh, as if you heard our promo earlier, the, the best that uh, you can hope for is to Head on down to Town Square in Las Vegas for the uh, soft opening. And again, take advantage of our podcast promo, Thunderdome. Uh, again, the promo once again is Thunderdome for your buy one, get one free Korean hot dogs. But you do it. I don't know if anyone read the fine print on the promo, but if you read the fine print, um, I think I think it says something there about um, you must have a cacao account. So... I don't know. I don't know if all our managers can partake, unfortunately. You know uh, who I'm talking to. <laughs> that fine print always gets you. That fine print always gets always gets you. But, uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to partake uh, of the finest Korean hot dogs that you can find, crispy exterior on the outside, uh, warm, hot, juicy hot dog in the middle, a lot of different options, uh, uh Name some of the options that you have over there, Ron. Uh, you can get many different kinds of fillings. You can get a, uh, you can get a uh, half dog, half mozzarella filling, all mozzarella. You get spicy dogs. You can get a uh, uh, potato dogs. Um, so there are quite a few options. Wow, and, those, uh, I, I was oh. like, when the French fries are on the outside of the hot dog. Those, you yeah, have those type of options there. It's not really a French fry. It's 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 just potato on the outside, like ah, potato okay. cubes. So, um, but uh, one thing I want to point out about why, um, in case um, the few managers that don't have cacao talk and why we have that in the fine print is I found out like it's it's very very un-Korean not to have cacao talk, and if you're <laughs> gonna partake of a, a soul fresh corn dog from two hands that's I, I can understand why you must have a cacao con I, I, you know i i get it, you know i get i get the fine print i feel sense. like once you bite into one of those korean hot dogs you know you want to express you know how good it is and sometimes you just can't do it with words so you gotta put in those nice cacao emojis to really convey your satisfaction with the hot dogs yeah, and you know what? If if it takes a soul fresh corn dog for uh, some of these guys to uh, Wanzi Wolfpack to um, you know get a cacao account, then you know what? Uh, I would love them to partake of the corn dogs in order for them to <laughs> finally sign up for a cacao account. Oh man, all this talk of cor- Korean corn dogs certainly is getting me hungry. So. Well, 
I can say, uh, as we wrap up this week's episode, if you guys want to know where to get something good to eat, head on down to Two Hands Korean Hot Dogs.